T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, that's the uh, music that you're used to hearing at 2 o'clock, but maybe not the voice you're used to hearing at 2 o'clock. I am Dick Bowerly in for my brother Tom, who is taking the day off. It is great to be with you on this Black Friday. Also nice to be working with Josh again, and we've worked together quite a bit. Uh, Lots of things on the table today, and this show is more or less going to center around holiday-related topics. So there's some things I'm sure you're going to want to chime in on, and the number to do so is 803-0930. That's 803-0930. But before we get to those topics, I would be remiss to not tell you that I'm actually in a really good mood today. And why am I in a good mood? Well, first of all, I'm not out at a store shopping. Second of all, I'm looking back to yesterday, which was a, uh, a very interesting Buffalo Bills win um, I'm wondering if that game at 12:30 disrupted your normal Thanksgiving regimen. A little curious about that. But a couple things about the game. I mean, it had the good, it had the bad, and it had the ugly. There was something for everybody in that game. But as they say, a win is a win. And I would say the bad we don't know yet about Von Miller, who is a very important part uh, of this team. But speaking of the Bills. What I would like to know, if you would care to chime in on this, when the season started, we were all gung-ho. I mean, we all felt, and I'm, I should say I felt, that a possible Super Bowl appearance was in the bag. Done deal, and the way they played for the most part in the initial six games, I had no reason to change that. But with the way things have gone lately, all the injuries, uh, that horrible loss to the Vikings, I just sort of want to know, has your enthusiasm been tempered a bit? Are you not now so sure that this could be the season that we all wanted it to be? So I would like to know, 
your level of enthusiasm? Uh, has it has it waned at all based on what we have seen in the last couple of weeks? Now, I know that we typically don't do sports on WBEN, but this is more of an emotional topic because, I mean, let's face it, I mean, the Bills are an important part of most of our lives. So without getting into the X's and O's, we'll save that for Mike and Chris and the guys down the hall. But I am curious to know what your take is right now. Um, I'll tell you, after watching the late game last night, uh, and even though the Vikings put 33 on them, New England's defense is pretty good, especially against the run. And, uh, you know, Josh is going to have to He's going to have to pass, I think. I don't think they're going to run on the Patriots. Plus, it's a road game, and don't you think for a minute, don't not think, I should say, for a minute, that the Patriots don't remember that pasting that the Bills laid on them in the uh, in the game last year. So there's a lot of uh, you know things to maybe not feel so optimistic about. I mean, personally, my optimism has kind of abated a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, anything can happen. You want your team to be playing the best football starting really in December, heading into January. But with all the injuries they have, and now without Von Miller, we don't know for how long that's going to be. We don't know the extent of the damage. Uh, as Tom Puckett was saying, uh, McDermott's supposed to give a, a press conference at 4 o'clock, and we may know more then. But uh, I was really excited about the season, and I still love the team, and I still have my fingers crossed that they can they can get it together but obviously in recent games, uh, there is pause for uh, and reason for a certain amount of concern that didn't exist with me uh, early on in the, in the year. So that's that. And one more final sports note, if I may. I have been, shame on me, but I have been ragging on the Sabres on my weekly sports post on my Facebook page, which if I don't do one, everybody messages me and they say, where is it? Where is it? Where's the sports post? Well, anyhow, I've been ragging on the Sabres and justifiably so, but I got to give them props. They just played two really good games in a row. Uh, There's some positive things uh, to me. And again, real quick, because I should leave this for the guys down the hall. The biggest change, the return of Samuelson and Yoki Haru, the biggest change. And now add to that, some of the young guys has started to kind of feel their oats a little bit, like Quinn scored twice the other night. And tonight will be yet another test. They're playing a very, very good New Jersey team. So tonight should be very, very interesting to see if they can go for a a triple header, uh, a a trifecta, if you will, uh, of wins. And I'll be watching that. And, again, that game can be heard on our sister station at 8 o'clock tonight. Pre-game, I believe, should be at uh, 7. So, see, Josh, I got the format down. You know, I used to do that, you know. He's laughing. He's laughing at me. Anyhow, let's talk a little bit about the holidays. Uh, What I want to know from you, do you think that the stigma or the whatever of Black Friday still holds the same interest and the same weight that it had for so many years prior to to COVID? Uh, I can remember it got to be a thing. It was almost a cult of people that prided themselves after eating all day on Thanksgiving, watching football on Thanksgiving, to grab a lawn chair and maybe a portable heater and park their butts in front of a store till, what, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning when the store is opened, hoping to get the deal of a lifetime. And almost every local news let off with that, where they would say, well, tomorrow's Black Friday, Look at all these people in front of XYZ store. 
and it got to be a thing. And I, I know a couple of people that did partake, and it, it was almost almost like a cult of people that love that they, the excitement of potentially you know freezing their butts off because let's face it, November can be you know a, a little bit dicey for sure. And it was a it was a big thing. You'd see the lines of people in their lawn chairs, and I wonder. I don't know. So you got to tell me at eight oh three oh nine thirty, is that still exist? If you're one of those people that was a, a devotee of Black Friday and participating in like and just loving the enthusiasm, loving the challenge. I think maybe is a better word. The challenge of waiting outside for multiple hours for a store to open. If you're still doing it, or has that cult sort of uh, uh, begun to evaporate a little bit? And along the same lines, as far as your shopping habits go, we all know that we were shut down for a couple of years. And much to the chagrin of local brick-and-mortar stores, a lot of people transitioned from the excitement of you know going to a mall and seeing all the decorations and all the people and the hustle and bustle, everything or a lot of things shifted to online bu- online buying. So I'm wondering if also if you are one of those people where you made that transition from brick and mortar to online, and even though things have opened up, have you continued the online buying in lieu of going to a mall or some other uh, brick and mortar store? Just curious. I want to know, uh, you know, what what happened with your habit, basically. So let me know at 803-0930, 803-0930. Kicking things off, we're talking uh, about Black Friday and uh, your shopping habits. And is Black Friday the same almost quasi pre-Christmas holiday that it used to be before COVID? So I'd like to know your thoughts on that. And if you were a participant uh, participant this year in going early and sitting outside, you know, braving the November wind, let me know. I am curious just to see where everybody's heads are at with regards to, to shopping and online buying, uh, waiting in line uh, in front of uh, any given store on Black Friday. What do you think about, about that? And where do you sit on that? Uh, did you do it? Did you not do it? I'd like inquiring minds, or at least mine, wants to know. 803-0930 is the phone number. So that's one topic I'd like to throw out. Now, let me throw out a controversial topic, and you'll be happy to know this has nothing to do with politics. Things can be controversial without being political, Josh. That is absolutely for sure. So here is the question. And before I ask it, let me set it up this way. When I was young, and that was a few years ago, it seemed to me that one of the exciting things about Thanksgiving is it was the kind of the, the, the setup for the Christmas holidays. Now, most kids, and you know, I was a young kid in the 60s, okay, I openly admit that, when Thanksgiving hit, it was the beginning of the emotional ramp up to the anticipation of Christmas, okay? Now, the good news on that was, typically, you didn't really start to see any TV ads or you didn't really hear any Christmas music on the radio until after Thanksgiving. Usually, it was around December 1st that 
the the radio stations now at the time, and I think I can say this, uh, the big radio station uh, in Western New York, and actually I think all along the Eastern Seaboard, was another one of our Odyssey stations, KB. That was the station. That was the music station. So if you wanted to hear music, you had KB on, where you heard the the top forty, of course. Well, KB would begin to sneak in maybe once an hour. They would sneak in some of the classic Christmas tunes. And then as uh, time progressed closer to Christmas Eve, they would start sneaking in more. So, you know, again, as a young kid, the buildup was really exciting because you got the buildup in small doses that, I mean, it was really an escalation of excitement and enthusiasm heading towards Christmas. But now... Now, I'm already seeing, and I did, I think, last week, the famous commercial on TV with the little Hershey Kisses doing the, doing the Christmas carol with the, with the bells, and we're already seeing uh, all of the car ads, and no, I did, I, I did not go and buy my wife a car with a bow on it, so I want to put that out there right away, nor did we buy two cars where my wife could go out and say, oh, I want that one, but no, honey, that's mine. No, I'm taking this, No. We didn't do that, okay? But the point is, a lot of the Christmas advertising started, I think maybe about two and a half weeks ago, I started noticing holiday-centric ads. And to me, is that too soon? So my question to you is, do we begin the Christmas season, and I'm including what I just mentioned, the advertisements, the music, et cetera, do we begin the Christmas season too soon now and does it wash away a lot of what used to be that unfettered excitement that I experienced when I, you know, when I, when I was younger, where that ramp up post Thanksgiving was just unbelievable. I mean, it was so much fun to get excited, and, and then by the time Christmas Eve hits, of course, in most cases you couldn't even fall asleep because you were about ready to jump out of your skin. So that's another topic. Black Friday being one. Do we start Christmas too soon? And when I say Christmas, you know what I you know what I mean. All the things that go along with Christmas. In other words, the, the Christmas music, whether it be on the radio or whether it be uh, on TV. Oh, and you know another thing that used to be fun back in those days. I feel like I'm Abe Lincoln, you know, back in those days, you know, four score and and seven commercials ago or something. Uh, but he, what used to be fun was right around December first. There were mainly three networks back in the 60s, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, they all had Christmas specials. And those also started around December 1st. So not only not only are you getting excited back in those days about the normal ramp up via what you're hearing on the radio, but now it's it's embellished even more by all these various Christmas specials. And you know the ones I'm talking about. Hey, look, at I'm... I'm not that young, I admit it. So, you know, the, the the staples, you know, the Rudolph one, you know, probably Frosty the Snowman. I could probably think of, you know, maybe maybe five five more. Not so much in my generation, the Grinch that sold Christmas. That was a little bit a little bit beyond. I was a little bit more grown up, I think, by the time that thing hit. But, you know, it was it was the stuff that was I don't want to say it was mindless, but it was fun and it added to the positivity that we that we liked about looking forward to the Christmas holiday. So I want to know, do we start 
Christmas too soon, and if you go into your memory banks, would you prefer more of the way it used to be, or do you not mind the way it is now, where some Christmas stuff starts to ramp up right after Halloween? Yeah, right at right after Halloween. You know, I, I remember in elementary school, Josh. You know, the uh, uh, the the big signature for the pending holiday was they would play that song, you know, over the river and through the woods to grant. That was the Thanksgiving song. So once you heard that, you knew that all the really good songs were going to be were going to be soon to follow and you really couldn't wait to hear them because when do you hear Christmas songs, folks? You hear Christmas songs once a year. So you don't have, really have a chance to get overly sick of them. Of course, now everybody has a Christmas song. You can hear 15,000 versions of It Came Upon a Midnight Clear or The Little Drummer Boy or, you know, I could go on and on. I mean, I think you get the drift, you know, Winter Wonderland, whatever, Jingle Bells even, even Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer reindeer, and uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, um, rocking around the Christmas tree. Now, to me, nothing beats the originals. I mean, can anybody really do... Rocking around the Christmas tree better than Brenda Lee did it. Absolutely not. Okay. And uh, what about Bobby Helms? You know the one I mean, right? Colin Oates did a redo on it. Do you have Josh? You got you got to pull you got to pull that one up. We have to remind our listeners in the interest of, of a public uh, service here. All right, Josh is going to call it up for you. We'll be doing a little bit of this today as we reminisce about. Christmases of past. All right, I think he's got it. I'm reading his face. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Nothing can top that, in my opinion. That was that's Bobby Helms. That is the original original version of Jingle Bell Rock. Now, by the way, because I'm big on musical trivia, uh, people always wonder who played who played that really cool guitar riff on that. It was a guy named Hank Garland, who was a very well known uh, jazz slash country musician, uh, from Nashville back in the, uh, fifties and into the early sixties. And what is ironic and somewhat sad, he was a great player, by the way, what was ironic was he was in a bad car accident. I think around 1962, he was never able to play again. So whenever I hear Jingle Bell Rock, uh, I can't help but think about Hank Garland. Because he did, uh, he had a lot of jazz recordings, and he he appears on a lot of compilation uh, CDs and such, and uh, he was just a great player. And that that is sad. So in any event, everybody's got a Christmas song. In fact, so much so that in my particular career, I decided, guess what? I'm going to be the only person who is not going to do a Christmas song, because I don't think that I can do justice to the ones that were done days of yore that are so much superior, in my opinion, to the remakes that, you know, that the, the people today are doing. Uh, I've not really heard one remake that, I, that really, you know, did anything for me. I mean, I don't know. I mean, The Little Drummer Boy, I mean, that, that was awesome. I mean, the way it was, the way it was done uh, originally 
And you know who's going to like do that any better? You know, I don't know. Not, not to not to Myers, anyways. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. We are talking a lot of things. Is Black Friday the same as what it used to be? Does it mean as much? Is it as popular as it used to be? Did you participate? Second topic uh, after the uh, all the shutdowns. Have you changed your shopping habits? Do you still go to brick and mortar stores to some extent? Or are you exclusively an online shopper, much to the chagrin of the brick-and-mortar store owners? And then also another topic we're talking about, do we celebrate Christmas now too soon? Should, should the season be the way it used to be, where it really began right after Thanksgiving? Inquiring minds want to know, and I am that inquiring mind. And we'll continue this discussion after the break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. As I continue to play the real Christmas songs, that was the uh, Harry Simeon Chorale, and that is one of my all-time favorite. You can't tell me that anybody is ever going to do that song that's going to like get you right, right smack dab in the chest better than that. I'm Dick Bowerly. I'm in for Tom, who is enjoying a much-deserved day off. The number to get on board is 803-0930, and as you may have guessed, if you've just tuned in, uh, a lot of the topics today are going to center around the holidays. So here is a quick recap. Are you ready? Drum roll. No, we don't have a drum roll. <laughs> Josh is doing it. You can't see it. 
or hear it, but he did. Do, uh, he did do a drum roll. So what we're talking about a Black Friday. Is it the same as it used to be? Uh, I mentioned uh, in the first part of the show how Black Friday used to almost have a cult status to it, where there were people that, like, come hell, high water, three feet of snow, wind, sub-zero temperatures. They prided themselves in grabbing a lawn chair and sitting out in front of XYZ store because they wanted to, to go in and either get a deal or get something that was, you know, that was rare. Remember the Cabbage Patch dolls and all that kind of stuff where they were – everybody makes a big deal out of it. Talk about marketing, my God, you know. I mean, that that thing faded quick. But the point was there were items in the past that were supposed to be, you got to get this, you got to get this, and the only way you were going to get it would be to sit in a lawn chair and freeze your butt off for about maybe five hours and then even then get in the store and run like hell down the aisle, try to grab one before somebody else does, and all that stuff – I, I, I'm i just wondering if that fervor still exists with those of you who are Black Friday devotees, where that's part of your Thanksgiving routine, that you do that, and you love doing it, and maybe why are you doing it? Is it simply to get items that you think the store is going to run out of, or do you take it as almost a personal episode of Almost Naked and Afraid, where you want to brave the elements just to prove to yourself and to others that, yeah, I'm pretty tough. I can sit out in this parking lot for like six hours, and I can freeze, and I can do it. And again, I don't care. I don't, you know, I don't put any uh, judgment on that. I mean, in a way, I admire the people that have the the, the fortitude, the guts, and the physical uh, stature to be able to, to do that. I don't, and I never did, but I do know people uh, where that was a big part of their life. Black Friday, unbelievable. Yep, that's, you know, they want to do it. So that's uh, another topic, Black Friday. Another topic that we're discussing that's holiday-related will be, frankly, do we celebrate or does the Christmas season, let me put it to you that way, does the Christmas season start too early now, and does that take away from the enthusiasm that maybe we experienced back in the 60s when I was a kid where there was a gentle ramp up, which I thought was just fantastic, just gradually building things up. Let's go to Sammy in Blackrock. Sammy, you're on WBEN. Hey, Dick, how are you? Good, how are you? You know what? I really miss the old-time downtown Main Street displays of the Christmas, you know, the Christmas displays that they used to have. And that was one of the really, one of the big things that I used to look for when I was a kid to go downtown and just walk down the, walk down the main street and just see all the Christmas, you know, the Christmas displays that they used to, that they used to have down there. Yeah. And, 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 and excuse me one second. Weren't there some stores even that had like kind of automated little scenarios in their in their windows oh, and yeah, stuff? They all, they all did. You know, M&A's, hangers, the whole the whole spiel. And I really, really miss that. And, you know, you you may be a little bit older than I am, but I just those are some of the things that I really, really miss about the downtown uh, you know, scenario. Yeah, it was a, it's it's a 
Go ahead. It's a really sad. To me, it's really very sad. But I mean, if you go to if you go to Lancaster, I you know I I believe it's Lancaster where they have you know some of the older older displays still uh, operational down there. But it's it's to me it's just uh, I'm missing. I think the kids today are missing a lot that we. I mean, you and I probably experienced as young kids going downtown, walking through, you know, walking through the main street and just looking at all the displays and all the Christmas uh, activities going on. And as it was just, it was, in, for me, it was an exciting time. Well, you know, you, uh, you, you bring up a good point that I think underscores my point that I've been trying to make for the last few minutes now. The entire, I used to think of, and it sounds like you and I are on the same page on this, the entire Christmas season was a total emotional experience. So, yes, in, in part, it was the ramp up after Thanksgiving. It was the visual aspect, which you're talking about, plus the songs on the radio being grad, gradually ramped up as uh, Christmas Eve drew closer. It was the whole thing. That made it really, uh, as the song goes, the most wonderful time of the year. It, it was, it was for me, uh, that that enthusiasm uh, of Christmas was unbelievable, and it balanced out. It, it, as I got older, when I had to go out and do shopping on my own, it balanced out that like, oh my God, I got to go out and do my shopping, and then there was always that sense of accomplishment when you were done. And by the way, you mentioned Lancaster. I don't, I haven't been down this way in a while, but even in the village of Kenmore. They used to have candy canes on all the light poles, and a lot of the stores had things lit up, and it was very festive. And again, that was another sort of reinforcer of how special this time of year used to be, and I'm not so sure it really is anymore. Well, you know what? I, I mean, I really, I really, really love the Christmas season, and it is not just like a day or a couple of days. It is literally a season. It's you know, a time where we really look forward to, and it is my favorite time of year, to be honest. Well, I think it's it's I mine mean, too. I mean, we got th- we got Thanksgiving and stuff, but and I love Thanksgiving, believe me. But I think the Christmas season—it's literally a season. It's like a whole entire like a month of festivities. You know, with you know with the all activities and the. Uh, the shows and, you know, whatever else goes along with it. You know, I mean, I really love the Christmas season because it is, it encompasses like, like the culmination of the entire year. And, you know, we could really express our, uh, our decency to our human beings, our other human, our other, you know, mankind. Yes, it you is know, a time. It's like a, a season of love. Yes, it is. It is a season of love, and it is a. It's absolutely a time where we should at least for thirty days or so feel really, really good about things. Uh, Sammy, thanks for the call. Great points. Let's go to Dave on a cell who also has an opinion. Dave, you're on WBEN. I don't know if it's an opinion or an argument because on the twelve days of Christmas, when they say five, is it five golden rings or five gold rings? That's a big. That's a point of discussion that I always get in argument about. 
You know, I I don't know, but I'll, I'll have to have Josh maybe check out a version of that song. And we'll, you know what? We're going to find out. It's different, and every 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 person does it different. But it, what is the the real grammar, grammatical way of saying it? Is it five gold rings or golden? I mean, they could be fake gold and be golden, or if they're real gold, then they'd be gold, wouldn't it? Well, I think it might be. I think it might be golden, but I'm. Uh, Josh has his headphones on. He may have an answer for us, Dave. Go ahead. I, I do. This is uh, courtesy of a quick Google search. Five gold rings has often become five golden rings, especially in North America. In the standard melody, this change enables the singer to fit one syllable per musical note. The gifts associated with the final four days are often recorded. Well, there you, there you go, Dave. You're right on. Or reor- reordered. I apologize. The, the, they're often well, original, reordered. The original was five gold rings, and now they changed it to five golden. You're right. You're very perceptive. You know, I hadn't really picked up on that at all. <laughs> I've been arguing that point for years. Well, <laughs> guess what, my friend? You you should put money on it, and don't tell anybody that you called me today. And then you could, you know, make, make get some extra Christmas dough to spend, right? I doubt it. <laughs> well, listen, thanks an awful lot for sharing that. That was that was interesting to learn. Thank you so much. Okay, have a good holiday. Hey, you Bye. too. 803-0930, that frees up a line for you at 803-0930. Uh, I am Dick Bowerly in for Tom, who is off today. One thing about Tom I highly doubt, he is he's partaking in Black Friday shopping. I know I would guess Tom is probably either lining up events that he's going to do tonight or uh, he will be online maybe picking up a few things. But I, Tom, I got to tell you, I shouldn't really say this, but I'm going to. Tom is the quintessential Christmas shopping shopper. You know how I'm, I'm reminiscing today and I'm missing the old-time Christmas season, uh, I, as Sammy and I were talking about. I think that's what we're discussing here, the old-time Christmas season, which is over a shrunken time period. It didn't start after Halloween, folks, and it was much more fun when it started, like, December 1st. But i got to tell you about my brother, Tom. Tom is amazing. What he, Tom would do, he would shop, do all his shopping on Christmas Eve. He wouldn't do anything, and his routine was he liked the excitement and the hustle and bustle of doing his shopping on Christmas Eve. He put it off literally right right to the end of what we're now calling the uh, uh, the Christmas season. So uh, don't tell him I told you, but that was always what Tom did. He was he always did Josh, no kidding. That was Tom. Right to the last day, Christmas Eve, he did all his shopping. I guess he I guess he liked it. With that being said, let's go to Larry in Cheektowaga. Larry, you're on WBEN with Dick. How you doing? Okay, on the east side of Buffalo, Sattlers used to have a Santa Claus parade the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And Santa Claus would get off in front of Sattlers, go inside, and that's when their shopping season started, their Christmas season. The place was all decorated, lights, everything, Christmas trees, and Santa Claus was over there inside taking care of us kids. <laughs> and that, yeah, we had everything going on over there. The, that Broadway market was all dressed, everything, because that was the big key. Once you hit that Saturday and you seen the parade, that was it. Santa Claus was there, and that's when Christmas started. So I can assume, based on what you're telling me, that you are in my camp. 
as far as Christmas today starts too early, and it really should begin it, right after right after Thanksgiving, so oh, yeah. that we can enjoy this as a consolidated season and not one that starts after Halloween. Yep, I mean you got a radio station now that started playing thirty days ago. They started playing Christmas music. That's ridiculous. Come on. Well, I'm I'm aware, and again, my only thing on that is uh, it's called the revenue stream. I, I guess. I mean, I'm not approaching it, and I'm not gonna. You know, certainly not going to yeah, say well, anything we, bad. We had it on the east side. We had it great, though. That Saturday was that people people couldn't wait. The kids couldn't wait. Even when I was older, I couldn't wait for the Santa Claus parade just to see Santa Claus get out off of that off of his float and go into Sattler's. And I knew then that was Christmas time. That that's when it started. You go to Broadway Market, everything was all. Everybody had Christmas trees and they had lights and everything. Everything was okay. You ask anybody who lived on the east side, and they'll tell you. I miss Sattler's. Uh, I I didn't get to the one that you're referring to. Where was that on Broadway? Yeah, I'm Broadway, 998 Broadway. I could probably sing the song, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to, go ahead. You have an open microphone. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. But uh, uh, everything. And now you look at the Broadway film area, and there isn't much left over there. And there's more housing there and less uh, less stores and everything except for Broadway Market. Well, I used to like, I used to go to the one, I mean, being a, you know, being a uh, s- suburban kid, uh, my thing was more of the settlers at the Boulevard Mall. Yeah, right. But I mean, you know, it's funny. Let, let's talk about that for a second. You know, even even that mall, okay. And again, the uh, the festivities that you're talking about on the east side also yeah. existed on the west side and pretty much all over. Each community had its own, you know, right. its own thing that they would do to celebrate mm-hmm. that. Uh, but you know, even the old, the way it used to be when the Boulevard Mall, which I think was one of the first malls that that opened in our area. Right. It, it was packed with stores and again even walking down the Boulevard Mall and seeing all the seasonal displays in all mm-hmm. the different stores was a real rush. I mean it mm-hmm. really made you feel great. It really got one's head right into the the beauty of the holiday season. And I don't care if you're Christian mm-hmm. or Jewish or whatever, it's a collective season all things considered. And it's yeah. a time that we're all supposed to feel good, right? Yep, yep. But I, I was at a, a senior place, a senior citizen's place, because I am a senior, and uh, the people were talking, male and female, and they all said the same thing. Christmas is rushed already. There was a couple of women that said they were tired of listening to Christmas music, and they were tired of watching on TV about waiting for uh, Black Friday to come and everything like that. They said, we never did that before. Before we knew everywhere everything was, where everything was coming, and that's it. And a lot of people are sick of Christmas already. We didn't even start it yet. All right. Now, since you are sounding like me, a traditionalist, I have to ask you this. What is your opinion of the old, uh, let's call them the standard Christmas song versions versus the 50 million versions that everybody feels they got to put out today? What is your opinion? Where do you sit on that? I like the old time ones. Well, I yeah. Like White Christmas, Bing Crosby, stuff like that. I like that. I like White Christmas, the movie with Bing Crosby in there, and that, that, that's what I like. I, I don't like a lot of these modern ones are kind of, I don't know, they're kind of far-fetched a little bit. I, I don't care too much for them, to be honest with you. And the songs that I give me, the old-time songs, those are those are the best ones. The Rock Around the Christmas Tree, that's a good song. And that, But uh, a lot of the stuff that's nowadays is kind of, uh, kind of cranked up for, I guess, you dance. They want you to dance while you're listening to it. It's more like dance music. Well, and I think, you know, and again, being someone who has uh, some connection of sorts to the music uh, industry, 
Uh, I think it has developed into a thing where it's it's almost a little exploitative of the Christmas songs. That you know, once one of the pop artists decided they were going to do a Christmas song, somebody decided, hey, we got to have all of our art- our artists do one too. Yeah. I mean, how many versions of Winter Wonderland can one really take? Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And or, it's like that now. But now everything now is how much money now. Everything's with money. How much money do you spend? How much money? You get ready for this. Are you gonna we're gonna open at five o'clock in the morning so you can come shopping. Everything now is money. It's not the traditional spirit of Christmas and you walk down the street and say, Merry Christmas there. How you doing, buddy? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year and that. Now everything is oh, what store are you going to? Oh, where are you going to spend the money? Where did you buy this over there? Did you buy this over there? That's what it is now. Everything now is the money. It's not uh Merry Christmas. You walk in the store now, you don't have any greeters saying Merry Christmas to you. They say, you ask them, you say, well, where is uh, this? And they tell you, oh, down here, two aisles over and that. That's what it is now. So Not what, like that before. Yeah, so what you're saying is there is a certain spirit that underlines what used to be what people like you and I, older people, we consider to be the Christmas season. And what you're saying, and I agree with you, is a lot of that spirit has evaporated. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Positively. Positively, yes. Definitely. Well, how many cards do you get on the mail? Before you used to get how many greeting cards? 40, 50. Now you get five if you're lucky, six. Yeah, you get you get five from the people that you spend money with, like your insurance guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Me- That's what you get, but it's, 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 it's something. And it's, it's, especially the music, when you put the radio on and you hear the music, that's getting ridiculous already. Larry. Thank you so much for the call. It's always okay. nice to hear from a, a fellow <laughs> holiday traditionalist such as myself. And you know what? Uh, maybe when we come back uh, after the uh, after the news, uh, stay tuned because I think we're going to play that Brenda Lee song for you, or at least a snippet of it. For <laughs> oh, you, okay. Larry. For you. Okay. All right? Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, freeze up a line, 803-0930, 803-0930. And as you can tell, we are, boy, we're talking, uh, talking holidays and we're getting some good input from our listeners today as far as does Christmas start too soon and is some of the spirit of Christmas been lost because Christmas does start too soon? Was it better in the old days when the Christmas season really didn't start until after Thanksgiving? And as I mentioned earlier, you know, when we were in school, you know, the music teacher would come over, they'd wheel the piano in, you know, when I was in elementary school, and the music teacher would come in and right about, oh, I'd say maybe a week before Thanksgiving, you know, she'd make us all sing the uh, Over the River and Through the Woods song. And that was sort of like, that was the sign. That was like, wow, this is the beginning of the Christmas season. And I don't, again, I'm many years removed from elementary school. I don't know if they, if they do that anymore or how they structure their elementary music classes. But it was Katie Bar the Door when, when I was in school. Anything went. I mean, we could do what you would call the secular Christmas songs, and nobody nobody complained. And I wonder if in this world that we live in today, if there would be people that would complain about that. I mean, people tend to like to complain about everything these days. They look for anything they can nitpick, and I am really wondering uh, if if that would even be allowed that you could sing a song like, 
you know, We Three Kings or It Came Upon a Midnight Clear or or even something like, oh, you know, The First Noel or Oh, Come All Ye Faithful. Um, I wonder if that would even be allowed today or if there would be a group of people that would say that that was not fair and it was not right and it was maybe favoritism to one religion over another. Interesting topic. Very, very interesting topic. And we will continue with more of these interesting topics after Tom Puckett tells us what's going on in the world. So uh, I'll be back after Tom. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 